everyone, and welcome again to Kansas City Actors Radio Theater. I'm Bree Woods, and I'll be your lovely host this week as we present to you the final episode of a five-part original series, Cash for Carnage, written by local playwright Khalif J. Gillette. On last week's episode, we lost our beloved Montreal Dubois. And by lost, I mean he was brutally murdered by the notorious Esperanza Nogueta. This is not Esperanza's first killing. In fact, over the past few months, she's managed to stack up quite a list of corpses. Before he died, Monty was able to tell everyone that she killed Joe the janitor for knowing too much. But, as it stands right now, no one but Esperanza is aware that Monty is dead. In the wake of his murder, Monty leaves everyone in a scary situation. Detective Nguyen is left without a proper witness or a confession. Dr. Joyner has lost a friend, a confidant, and a possible scapegoat. And Noreen is left to clean up everyone else's mess as usual. But where does this leave his poor sister, Aaliyah? Will the guilty parties finally be brought to justice? Or will Monty's murder be just another name on the list? Stay tuned and find out. Without further ado, I proudly present to you Episode 5 of Cash for Carnage, titled, The Monster You Know. Detective Jennifer Nguyen, July 1999. In the end of all of this, the University of... Redacted. Anatomy Lab was a crime scene. The janitor chopped up and spread out over the greater Los Angeles area, and two victims found dead in the lab when the police arrived. Two victims. Monty was one of them, and the other? Well, you'll see. But before I get ahead of myself, let's go back a few hours. It was late into the night after I'd spoken to Monty. I was waiting in my office for a phone call, a knock, something. Little did I know, Esperanza had him laid out dead on a dissecting table already. At the same time, Augustus was at home struggling to cleanse his soul, and he was losing it. Just wait till he finds out what happened to Monty. You have reached the voicemail box of... Noreen Alcorn, attorney at law. Leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. Please leave your message after the tone. Noreen? Noreen, what have I done? I let this monster back into my life, back into my sanctuary, and for that I am no less than a monster myself. My hands are stained just as red as hers. I wish there was a way to be forgiven but not forgotten. I want my work to be separated from the mistakes I've made in my life, or even the mistakes I've made in the past six months. Hell, the last few days. Can that happen, Noreen? Can you forgive my sins but not my marvels? I believe that can happen if you were to be truly in love with... It's open. Oh, 
Augustus, stop leaving your front door unlocked. It's raining cats and dogs out there. I'm sure the drug dealers and looters will be looking for shelter at any moment. How many times must I tell you you live in Los Angeles? And not even the nice part of Los Angeles. I have nothing of value that I'd be broken up over if it was taken. How about your life? I stand by my words. Miserable. Turn on some lights, Augustus. You can't just lie down and die like an old cat amongst your filth. What else am I supposed to do? Clean yourself up. Start again. I don't want to start again. I'm tired. People like us don't get the luxury of exhaustion. We've been here before. We can do this. It's worse this time. This time it's not just me. I've ruined things for me and Monty. Don't worry about Monty. He'll be fine. What do you know that I don't? He's taking a plea deal. What? Calm down. Did he tell you this? How did you find this out? He came to my office. Why didn't he come to me? You're not exactly an objective party at the moment, Augustus. He's scared. This can't be happening. This is what is best for everyone. Wait. Did you tell him not to take it? No, I did not. What were you thinking? I was thinking that that young man didn't belong here in the first place. And this is taking care of a very large problem on our plates. You've got to be... I could just... What was he thinking? After everything I did for him. He's only going to tell them about Esperanza's part in all of this. Oh, you don't believe that, do you? I do, because it was his idea. This was a really hard decision for him. Yes, I'm sure taking the blame off himself was very hard on him. That dead janitor really shook him, Augustus. I don't believe this. Everyone is turning their back on me. I'm not. You may as well be. He's throwing me right under the bus with Esperanza, and you gave him the green light. Do you not trust me, Augustus? Not after this. I have a plan. You always have a plan, and I'm tired of going along with them. This Detective Nguyen is serious, Noreen. You can't just pay her off like you did Vega. She's not crooked like him. She's the real deal. So am I. Because of me, you were able to keep your school. That school has been dying for a decade. At no fault of mine. Don't be confused. I did my part. I got Vega to seal the records. You were the one who allowed Esperanza back in, not me. You're very capable of destroying your life on your own. <laughs> well, then, I guess it's settled. Amending the program. Augustus. You can get out now. Please. You can't do this. You have to keep going. You, you have to keep the program running. If you don't, everything you've worked for will be in vain. And I want you to be great. I want to see your name on the side of that building. That can't happen if you give up now. I'm sorry, Noreen, but that's just not important to me anymore. We'll make it important. I have figured out a way to get us back on track and Esperanza out of our lives once again. Augustus, where are you going? To the lab. I have to stop Monty before he gets us all killed. Augustus!
Oh, he drives me insane. Hello. It's Noreen. This has all gone to hell. So much for soul cleansing. Augustus was feeling a mix of emotions. Anger and fear were the most prominent. He braved the storm and went where he knew Monty would be, where it all started. Damn it! He couldn't have gotten far. He couldn't have gotten far. I can fix this. I can fix this. I can... Esperanza. Augie, you look upset. Esperanza, why did you have to come back? I told you a little birdie told me to come back. Well, that little birdie really screwed you over this time. The cops will be here at any moment. You called the cops? Of course I didn't. It's Monty. He's going to the police, and he's taking a plea deal from Nguyen. It's over. <laughs> You're such a fool. Have I taught you nothing? It is never over until you yourself throw in the towel. You're not hearing me, Esperanza. He's gone to the cops. He's taking his sister and leaving. The two of us are sitting ducks. Oh, relax. You promised me it would be different. I keep blaming myself, but it's your fault. You are still up to your murderous games. That janitor didn't deserve any of that. Mm. One second. She had a surprise waiting for him in the cadaver fridge. She rolled it out onto a metal table. Well, what are you doing? Help me move this cadaver. I'm not helping you sell off another body in our last minutes. It's over. Stop saying that and help me push. They wheeled the cadaver covered in a white sheet. The face was all wrapped up, and it was still warm. Okay, now. <clears throat> I want you to show me your new procedure. Why? Because I want to be proud of you in our last moments together. I am not going to. Just like a magic trick, Esperanza pulled away the curtain to reveal a fresh cadaver with nothing on but a Rolex. You didn't, Esperanza. Does it hurt? Does it hurt you, Augie, to your core to see your dearly beloved Monty like this? <laughs> Esperanza. Does it hurt in your soul? Answer me. Yes. That is your downfall. You still let things hurt you. Now get to work. Use the scalpel and show me your new procedure. I am not going to do that. <laughs> I figured you'd say that. You've always need a little extra push. So how is this for motivation? Pick up the scalpel, Dr. Joyner. You really are a mad woman. That is what you've made of me. Now pick it up. Okay. Now I want you to open him up. Show me your new procedure. Take everything out and close him up. But that's not all. There is also a test. <laughs> If I feel for one second that you are getting distracted or are too busy grieving to continue to work, I will blow your brains out into his open corpse. Does that sound like a plan? Please. Does that sound like a plan, Augustas? Yes. Excellent.
Esperanza was mad in every sense of the word. But was she justified? I'd never walked in her Prada heels, so I can't say for certain. Augustus did as he was told. He opened Monty up, took what was inside, and closed him back up, all with a gun to his head. Such clean lines. You did good. I am very proud of you. I'm sorry, Esperanza. What was that? I'm sorry. For what? For doing this to Monty? For global warming? For what? You need to be more specific. For everything. I'm sorry for everything. <sighs> I thought this moment would be more... moving. But alas, I am still mad. Do it again. Open him up. Put everything back and do it again. Hello? Do you hear me, you coward? He charged at her. They tussled. The gun went off. At this crime scene, there were two dead. Monty was one of them, and Esperanza was the other. Augustus overpowered her, took the gun, and shot her in the heart. She died almost instantly. When I arrived with backup, Augustus was hunched over a mutilated Monty and standing in a pool of Esperanza's blood. He's still being investigated from prison. He says he doesn't know anything. He keeps asking for his attorney, but she won't return his phone calls. I think he made her mad. He has that effect on women. Come in, Chief. Rise and shine, Sleeping Beauty. Where's my case? Here. It's all there. I I'm still questioning Augustus, but... I'll give it up, Nguyen. This case is a dud. She's dead and he's in jail. You wasted your time. They need you to scene downtown. Are you not even going to read it? No need. I know how it ends. I spent all night on that case. I painted some very graphic images in there. Not literally, but, you know, with my words. I don't give a crap. You're needed downtown. <laughs> you know, I bet if I was Vega, I'd be... Done with this case weeks ago? I agree. Chief, I put my heart and soul into this. This was a big case for me. And what, do you want a cookie for that? I don't care for your dramatic retelling of a case that should have stayed in a box somewhere. You didn't save the world, Nguyen. You did your job. Now get out of here. You got morning breath. Yes, Chief. Detective Jennifer Nguyen. This recording is for my own records. If no one will listen, then I'll just tell this story for myself. A few weeks after all this went down, Augustus finally got a visitor in Max. Hello, Augustus. Hello, Noreen. Thank you for coming. I didn't think when I left you in my apartment the next time I'd see you would be through bulletproof glass. Life is certainly funny that way. Orange is not your color. I agree. I don't belong here. Did you hear me, Noreen? I said I don't belong here. I heard you. 
I just don't know if I believe you anymore. I deserve that. Why haven't you answered my calls? I've been busy. Is this part of your grand plan? I don't know what you're talking about. Please just tell me if this is part of it. Are you eating well? Are they treating you with dignity? I can put some money on your books if you'd like. Fine. At least tell me what's happening with the school. Hmm. It's up in the air. They don't know who will run it or even if it should continue on. They can't do that. That's my school. They can't just... Isn't that what you wanted? You said you were ending the program. Yes, but I was upset. I didn't actually... Are you my attorney or not, Noreen? Sadly, I cannot anymore, Augustus. My hands are tied. Who's tying them? You are. So you'll just let me rot in here? I was willing to go to bat for you, but you just couldn't play along. I have no room for your doubts in my life anymore. I've done all I can do. What does that even mean? It means there was a plan, Augustus. But, unfortunately, that plan changed when you said no to my help that night. Can I say yes now? I'm saying yes now, Noreen. Well, I'm no longer asking. Goodbye, Augustus. Augustus was appointed a public defender. He wasn't very good. So, Augustus stayed there, rotting away. And everyone else tried to move on. Some with more success than others. Monty's little sister, for instance. In her first nine years of life, this little girl already lost two parents, a grandparent and her only sibling. And she was left in foster care. I'd been working for weeks to track down some family, anyone to let them know where she was. Eventually, I got in contact with her mother. Aaliyah? Hi, Detective. Why are you here? We've gotten in contact with your birth mother. Let her know what happened. Is she here? Uh, no. No, she's not. We only spoke to her over the phone about you, mainly. Would you like to go and live with her? She didn't ask about Monty? No, she didn't. She did ask, though, if you wanted to come stay with her. What do you think? Can I stay with Miss Thompson? We can ask Miss Thompson. Is that what you want? It is. Okay. I also have another friend here who would like to speak with you. Is that okay with you? Who is it? Her name is Noreen Alcorn. She was a friend of Monty's. Okay. You can come in. Hello, Aaliyah. I'm Noreen. Hi, Noreen. I brought you something. A gift. What is it? It's a cell phone. So you can call all your friends anywhere in the world. I don't want you to ever feel alone, no matter where you are. Is this a gift because my brother died? No. It's a gift for you being such a strong person. You've been through a lot in your young life, and uh, I think you should be rewarded for your perseverance. Thank you. Of course, sweetheart. I always let your brother know that I was there for him, and I want to be there for you too, okay? Okay. No matter what you need, I'm a phone call away. 
I've programmed my number into the phone, or just stop by my office. I'm in the School of Law building at the University of... Redacted. Office 312B. Can you remember that? Office 312B? That's it. And also, how about I um, take you out for ice cream next week? Have a little girl day? Would you like that? I would. Okay. I'll see you then. Bye, Aaliyah. Bye, Noreen. You ready to go? Yes, I am. I need to get lunch. You want in? I'll drive. Please, I'm starving. I'm parked down at the end there. Do you smoke? No. Thank you. So what happens to the program? Nothing. The university decided to shut it down. All of the cadavers have been sent back to the families. That's good. Uh, this green one's my car. Just jiggle the handle a bit. So, did all of the students have to leave? Anyone in particular you're asking for? Mm-mm, just asking. Who knows? So many careers stop before they even started. Some of them are trying to transfer to another school a few miles north of the city. Another wild body program? Sort of. This one uses the bodies of prisoners, so there's no cremation and dealing with families. They're just properties of the state. And who's in charge over there? Hmm, someone named... Redacted. I say we go and get acquainted. See if we can develop a new partnership. Hey, get your feet off the interior. Did anyone see you? I've been sitting in the backseat of this hoopty for an hour. No one came to my rescue, unfortunately. Well, we put food and water in here for you. Gaete. We told you to crouch and stay under a blanket. You can't be seen, not by anyone. Your fake body is not even in the ground yet. Ugh, being dead is so boring. Tell me once more how Esperanza died. The whole thing, with Augustus overpowering her and the gunshot to the heart and... Let's not. I can't believe you told them Augustus, Ogie, overpowered me. I had to make the records look believable. But the man can't even do a pull-up. I will never be able to live that down. Well, most people who died don't actually have to live down how they died. So you'll be all right. Just wait until the day you die and I will dance on your grave. Are you threatening me? Hey, you two. Let's not. Can we at least get out of the parking garage? Yeesh. Well, look at her. Someone makes a million dollars and suddenly she thinks she's in charge. Don't you forget it. I have to tell you, you're a lot smarter than Vega. When I asked him if he wanted a million dollars, he laughed in my face. He didn't believe you. You're a crook. <laughs> I only offered him two. Two hundred. And he stuck to me like glue. Two hundred thousand? <sighs> Idiota. What can I say? I'm more believable than a mustache twirly murderer. I gave Vega hope. Yeah, until you made him your fall guy. Don't worry. That won't happen to you. He was greedy and idiotic. As long as everyone plays their part, we're good. 
I'll handle the logistics and legal stuff. You stay on as our liaison with the authorities, and Esperanza... We'll handle Esperanza. I know my part. This is my world, remember? You didn't know I was your boss for the last eight years. So don't be fooled. It's my world. You just work in it. Let's go. Yes, boss. Jennifer Gwynton. December 1999. The ball's about to drop and I'm looking back on my year in this office. The secrets I've held, the disrespect I've endured, the banseo I've devoured and the cash I've made. And I remember how I told myself that I'd never be like Vega. I wouldn't be crooked. I wouldn't be a liar. And I would never take blood money. Yeah, I said all that. But now I understand why he did it. I understand that there are factors in this life that test our character, and sometimes we are in no position to choose the right path. I know I'll pay for all of this someday. Maybe at midnight when the countdown reaches zero and Y2K kills us all. But if not, and I make it to the new millennium, I'm going to enjoy this ride while it lasts. I deserve it. Yours truly, Chief Jennifer Nguyen. of Cash for Carnage and what a series ending. While we will miss it, there is still plenty of fun to be had in next week's episode of Oh My God, Did You Just Say That? Hosted by John Hensenhaus and featuring Sidney Garrett and Walter Coppage. Featured in this week's episode of Cash for Carnage were Medra Dixon as Noreen Alcorn, Walter Coppage as Dr. Augustus Joyner, Vanessa Severo as Esperanza Noguera, Kristen Starks as Aaliyah Dubois, Justin McCoy as The Chief, and Ivy Boo as Detective Jennifer Moon. This series is written by Khalif J. Gillette. Laron Cooper is our sound designer, and I am Boo Woods, your host and director. Kansas City Opera's Radio Theater is made possible with support from listeners like you. For more information about supporting Kansas City Opera's theater, visit kcopters.org backslash donate. Our program sponsors are the Estelle S. and Robert A. Long Ellis Foundation, Arts KC, the Missouri Arts Council, the National Endowment for the Arts, Theater League, and the Breidenthal Snyder Foundation. And we'd like to give a special thanks to Mark and Barry Andrus. We'll catch you next week at noon, right here on KKFI 90.1 FM and wherever podcasts are consumed. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and stay tuned.